Welcome to TLC, Tudor's Living Chronicles podcast, where we record Tudor Ward members' living histories. I'm your host, Heidi Clay, and here with me today is Elder E.J. Allred. Thank you for being our guest today. Let's start with a couple of short favorite questions. Is that all right? I'm excited to be here. Thank you. What is your favorite color? Red. It's in the name. You have to, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> What's your favorite flower? Ah, I would say probably a rose. Red rose, maybe? Yeah, yeah. A white rose is pretty rare, but yeah, red rose is good too. Nice. So would you actually like a white rose rather than a red initially? That would be your favorite? Initially, probably, yeah. Nice. What's your favorite surprise? Ah, I don't know. That's that's a good question. Surprises have are always good, and you know, don't get me wrong. I don't know if I could say there's ever been a favorite surprise that I remember. Um, well, take that back. There was there was a surprise that I pulled on somebody. It wasn't wasn't on me, I guess you could say but I showed up randomly to an event that they had no idea that I would be there and surprised them, and and that was a lot of fun. Awesome, that's great. What's your favorite treat? Treat? Um, probably brownies, ice cream, milkshakes, somewhere in that realm. Mm, those are good ones. What is your favorite hobby? Anything outdoors. I grew up around horses and on a farm, and so I'm very accustomed to being out and about. Nice. When did you first learn to ride a horse? Oh, I was little. I, I've i got pictures of me and my dad on a horse together when I was a little one, and the first time that I recall was a video. I was probably only like three. I was really young. It actually probably helped you to not have too much fear of horses because you were so young. Is that a true statement? Yeah, I would say that's accurate. I grew up around them and they were always fun to be around. Do you have a favorite horse? Are we talking breeds? Are we talking like horses I had? Well, let's let's go with favorite breed first and then favorite horse that you've had. Okay, so my favorite breed of horse is a quarter horse. Um, just the way they look and they're they're a working kind and that's what you need Um, my favorite horse we called him Chex and he was a horse that I grew up with in my childhood and he would always do what I needed him to do and even though he was such a big animal and me being young he would do what I wanted him to do in a good manner so nice now you said that you grew up on a farm where did you grow up what what was your family like well kind of a unique situation but my dad trained horses for a living in my growing up and so we we trained working cow horses and growing up in south central utah um in had 10 acres to roam around on that was backed up against 
government land and had it all to myself for several years. I bet that was a lot of fun. It was a blast. If I could give any child or even my own children someday that chance, I definitely would. Nice. In a heartbeat. That is wonderful. Did you have other um, animals or just the horses? Horses, cows, we've had goats and pigs and chickens, dogs, cats. We've just about had them all. <laughs> so clearly you're not allergic, I'm assuming? Nope, I'm pretty blessed. I don't have any allergies. That's good. As That's far good. as I know, at least. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, tell us one or two uh, standout memories from your childhood. Um, one thing that I always remember and always comes to mind is um, I would always go out on my bike or out behind with a horse and my dog and we'd just go out and we'd just go explore and I remember I would catch fish I got to catch some fish with my bare hands and I was super proud of that Nice. and brought those home one day and my parents were like where'd you get those oh just over you know over there <laughs> And uh, so those those were some fond memories that I hold pretty dear. Nice. Do you enjoy camping as well, just being out in, in nature? And yeah, camping, hunting, whenever I get the chance to be outside, I'm all for it. Nice. So what is your favorite outdoor activity, or do you just everything? Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could place a favorite. I just... Being outside, seeing nature, God's hand in our lives is seeing what He's created is pretty magnificent. Nice. Now, do you have any siblings? I have two younger sisters. Um, the next closest is 10 years. So I was an only child for 10 years before they came along. So uh, did you have a little bit of, hey, wait a minute, who are these upstarts? Or, <laughs> or were you cool and with the flow? Oh, I was happy to be a big brother. Um, you know, there's always that special feeling to family. Um, but I believe it gave me the opportunity to be a little bit more independent as well. Nice. What is your favorite part about being a big brother? Um, just that they, you, they look up to you. Um, you know, and it's fun seeing, like, not just your family, but others around you that, that look up to you. And so... And you can see that, you know, as, as innocent as it may be, it's a lot of fun. That's nice. And have you been able to teach your sisters certain outdoor things that you're like, hey, I know about this. Let me teach you about this. Uh, yeah, pretty well. My dad and I tag team it a lot because I'm old enough to where I can help him out with just about everything. And so I, I do so. And so we tag team it. Nice. Going back to your horses, do you have any um, tricks that you do while riding your horses, or you're just pretty uh, <laughs> laid back? Um, not really. I mean, you, if you can get the dog to hop up on the horse with you, that's getting pretty up there for me, just because I lived a simple life, and just having the horse work with you. So. And more working horses rather than fancy pants horses. Yeah, yep. 
Gotcha. Okay. So what made you want to come on a mission? Hmm. It's a loaded question. Um, there's are several things, uh, but I think the biggest one is it's a leap of faith for me. Yeah. And is it like you've seen uh, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? I have seen yes. that. It's so been a while. When he, but when he takes the leap of faith at the very end and he's like, oh, a leap of faith <laughs> out of the, the, to cross to the other side. And he's like, oh no, a leap of faith. But then it, it seems scary before you do it. But once you've done it, you can look back and go, oh, it wasn't as scary as I thought it was. Hopefully that's the case for you. Hopefully. I'm still in the moment, if you will. I'm still midair in my leap. Okay. But... I would hope so. Well, I will testify to you that the ground will be there when you <laughs> when you come down on the ground. Um, what is what would you title your autobiography? That is a great question. Um, I think. I don't know if anybody has ever seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I love that one. The original or the remake? Not sure. I've only Game ever seen one. Or no, I couldn't tell you. I don't know him well enough. Okay, it's the remake then, probably. Go ahead, so, sorry. But, yeah, no, that <laughs> I, probably The Secret Life of me <laughs> because not a lot of people know a lot about me, and so that's probably what it would be. I like that. What is a tradition that you enjoy from your family? Um, I think for us being together, spending time working, like we had a big garden and we would always be out weeding or pulling weeds and you know, gathering in the crop from the year and that was always a blessing getting to see like what was produced in all of our efforts and so getting together and doing that I would say it was a big one. Oh, I like that. What's your favorite uh, vegetable that would come from your garden that when it's fresh you're like oh yeah it's so good? Corn. Homegrown corn hits the spot for me. That is a great answer. I agree with you. That, <laughs> that's really good. What frightens you? You know, if I was telling this to a little child, I would say I'm not afraid of the dark, but what's in the dark? Probably. <laughs> be. But I think as if I'm talking to an adult, I would also say just the future. The unknown mm -hmm. is worrisome, but understanding that I know where I'm going, I know the destination, so my job is to enjoy the journey. And to stay on that path and not fall off into the, the dark, because, yeah. Yep. To an adult, what's in the dark is, is still scary. <laughs> it's yep. still scary. What do you consider your greatest accomplishment? <laughs> um, well, in high school, it's pretty successful. I've just been very blessed through high school in sports achievements. Um, probably 
I'd probably say sports, my sports achievements, being um, back-to-back state champs my junior, senior year undefeated was a pretty big one. Yeah, that is pretty big. In which sport? In football. Nice. And what was your position that you played? I played both sides of the ball. I played middle linebacker and running back. Nice. So I was... I was in the thick of it. Very much so. Did you play any other sports? Through high school, I played football and basketball. Through grade school, I did just about anything under the sun. So, <laughs> Just to keep acting. Yep. So how did you balance the, the work life that you had at home and around your family and the, the sports life? Because both take a lot of work and a lot of dedication. How did you balance that? Yes, it was a lot. I managed, managed by the skin of my teeth to keep my grades enough to pay for my schooling coming in the future and to have the success in sports. Um, I think that it came down to attitude and effort um, and positivity um, because you where your attitude and where your effort lies is where everything else comes from and can be related back to those two things. And so as I continued with the goal in mind and continued moving forward and having that attitude and making forth that best effort, it's paying its dividends now. Nice. That's wonderful. Describe the day that you received your endowment. It was an emotional day. <laughs> I uh, I remember just focusing on the feeling, um, and the the peace in the temple. And which temple did you go to? We went to the Cedar City Temple okay. in Utah. It was been there for a couple of years and has been the closest temple to us. So we took the chance to go there. Had you been able to do baptisms for the dead in the Cedar City Temple prior to receiving your endowment? So um, you'd been there before, or yes or no? I had been through the open house. Okay. Um, have not done baptisms for the dead in the Cedar City Temple. I have in various other temples in northern Utah, um, but not specifically in the Cedar City one. Okay. What's your favorite thing outdoorsy? Uh, in nature here in Alaska? There's so many things. How can I pick? <laughs> uh, between the animals and the nature of the land, uh, the wide expanse, it baffles my mind how big Alaska is and just its wide expanse and it being what it is the last frontier right you hear that it's like you come and see it and it takes on a whole new meaning absolutely and when you're done with your mission when people say oh it's it's so long to get from this town to this (laughs) town you'll be like oh please (laughs) (laughs) that's that's just a little car ride right (laughs) yeah it's not a not a seven-hour drive from Anchorage to Fairbanks or a 45-minute <laughs> flight. Exactly. <clears throat> so when you opened your call, 
did you have, a, prior to opening your cult, did you have a place where you were like, please, I'd like to go here, or please don't send me here? Um, not particularly. I, uh, I had an A in mind. I had Australia in mind um, because I've always fancied the thought of going there. Um, but when I saw Alaska and I read that, somebody caught a nice picture of my face and, <laughs> and puts it pretty good. But I was super excited because it never really occurred to me. However, I've been here in my youth as well for when I was young and thought it was the coolest place and would go back in a heartbeat. And then once I saw that, I was like, hey, this will be sweet. The Lord's like, I'll help you out on that, right? <laughs> yep, so I think tell so. Us, tell us about the time time or times that you came as a young child up to Alaska. So I was about 10 or 11 when we came up. My dad came up to work for about a month. He was helping down in southeast in Gus Davis. Uh, we stayed at a friend's cabin who went on some goat hunts. They were guides for some hunters, and so they, they're professional guides. And uh, we came up and stayed for about a month. And I just, I got to see the dog teams for the, you know, some of the teams that had competed in the Iditarod and, and getting to go to the ocean, the eagles, the moose, and being on that island. Got to sit in the, the co-pilot seat, just a couple airplanes getting out there as a young child and, you know, getting to see just the wide expanse of nature itself was beautiful. So it it absolutely sounds like the Lord gave you a, a, a personal testimony that you loved it so much, I'll send you back so that you can serve where you loved being. That's, I believe so. That's awesome. That is wonderful. So what gives you the greatest satisfaction? Um, seeing efforts like your work come to fruition, like the benefits of your, the fruits of your labors. Um, you know, when you know you've put in a good work and it comes out in the end, like with sports, you know, you work for that. You know, I worked and you know, played varsity ever since I was a sophomore. And so I put in that effort to make it happen. And then it paid in the end and I was extremely blessed. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So what example do you have from your family that you want to emulate and live up to? Um, I always want to pay my respects to my parents. Um, I've learned many things from my parents, and I will continue to learn more. Um, when my growing up, I remember write, distinctly writing a paper about my my grandma. Um, my parents are amazing, and I love them, and they have been a great example. But something about my grandma always stuck out to me. Um, she she always did what she was told, and when there was a job to do, she did it without question. She helped everybody come together. She was that glue for the family. You know, it's just how grandmas are. And she was just always a doer. And so taking learning from that has helped me 
in my growing up. Wonderful. Is she still with you? or? Mm-hmm. Yes, she is. Okay. So you can still have that bond uh, mm-hmm. with her. That's yes. wonderful. What do you want your legacy to be? <laughs> huh. Legacy. Um, I just want people to know that I did my best, that I worked hard. I'm not perfect. I never will be in, until that final day, but I'll be doing my best. And the best is all I can do. The best is none too good, but nonetheless, do the best you can. That's That's what I've tried to live by. That's great. Thank you. Tell us how you would describe the development of your faith. You said that you're uh, mid-air, so tell us a bit about that development. Um, So as far as a leap of faith, you know, especially going out on my mission, I've been out for about a year and a half now, so, you know, around the down down slope of time um, but the increase of faith is still on its upward trend and it should always be actually yes <laughs> yes indeed and so as I continued to to have this time to study the scriptures and to increase my testimony I have gained an appreciation and a greater testimony for faith and for the scriptures and that comes through prayer and and doing all the things that our Heavenly Father has asked us to do. And it works. It's it's just about putting in that effort and trying to make it work and do the best you can. That's wonderful. And actually, since uh, I think it was President Nelson said, the Lord loves effort. So Indeed. effort is, is absolutely. Do you have a favorite scripture, a favorite... Um, prophet or person in the scriptures where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that that's that's somebody who puts in the effort and was able to see the the results. Captain Moroni. If I mean I guess it was Mormon stating that if any man were ever to be like or ever could be like unto Moroni, you know, the powers of hell and damnation will cease to exist. And that always struck a chord with me because he really did do so much. And, and to know that even he acknowledged his faults and was not perfect, but he did his best in standing up for his freedom and his belief. Yeah, he definitely showed that he was human, but that's absolutely okay because mm-hmm. he did his best. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. Do you have anything else you'd like to add to your living history to this point? I don't think so. I am gracious for this opportunity um, to do this and have enjoyed the time that I have had to be here, and especially in Alaska at this time, and to continue to make memories. That's wonderful. So the last thing before we get to our random question, if you were to leave something 100 years from now for your posterity, what advice would you give them? Hundred years. President Nelson, hundred years. Um, let's see. Well, I would say that 
make sure that we're putting in, we're doing our best. Um, studying the scriptures, going to church, heeding the prophet's counsel and continuing to pray about it and receive confirmation for yourself. And, and moving forward in faith, pressing forward in faith um, will keep us on the path. Though we are imperfect, we can come to know of everything through the Holy Ghost and to continue in that straight and narrow path with all those steps that we have been given because it does work. That's wonderful. <clears throat> Thank you very much. Thank you. So this random question, neither one of us have seen it, um, so it'll be completely off the cuff. Choose a number between 2,200 and 2,300. All right. So since my football number was 26, we'll go 2,226. Okay. What is on your bookshelf right now? <laughs> bookshelf. Man, imagine reading books. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things on my bookshelf. Model airplanes, rocks. There are some occasional books. Uh, let's see. One thing mon monumentous. It's on my bookshelf. Probably say there's a picture of Christ. Do you have a particular uh, favorite artist that uh, depicts Christ that you gravitate towards, or just any of them? Really, any of them. I don't know the artist's name, but I've seen a photo of a, a black and white drawing that was done where Christ is reaching through the water. It doesn't show Christ himself or Peter himself, but you see the storm and the ship with the apostles, but then you see the Savior's hand through the water grasping onto Peter's arm and them interlocking, interlocking together through the water. And uh, that message is huge. I, I know the one that you know. <clears throat> that is That is a huge one. Thank you. What an incredible life you have so far, and it'll only continue to get better <laughs> as you go on. Thank you for sharing it with us today. Join us next time on TLC, Tudor's Living Chronicles, for another exciting episode of a Tudor Ward member's living history.